Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to To Be The Man. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer, the greatest of all time, ladies and gentlemen, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Good, my friend. How are you? Man, Great better. birthday weekend for you and Megan, huh? Dude, fantastic. It was awesome for you to do an old-fashioned run-in. Nature made it. Kept you up all night. <laughs> well, I, I was told I had a great time. <laughs> you did. That's what I hear. <laughs> I, I tell you what I didn't have a great time with. And that's last night as you and I are recording this, of course, our show drops on Wednesday, but Monday night was the worst college football championship game of all time. I, uh, I have been beating the drum for a long time that I wasn't really a believer in TCU. I've got some, some close friends who thought I was crazy and there's no way Georgia could do it back to back. They had the widest margin of victory in bowl game history. It was just a lopsided affair with nine minutes left in the game. I mean, they were just letting the 19th string play. This is crazy how dominant Georgia was. I know it didn't go your way. You were hoping it would be Michigan. What'd you think of that game? And could you make it all the way to the end? I did not. Oh, I absolutely did not. Um, but. I, I can t- I can guarantee you this, but it's always been a being I'm not being a Monday morning quarterback. Michigan would have given them a lot better game than they did. God, right? Michigan just had the worst day of their life on one one day, great season. One day they just played a bad game, and they still only lost by six points. But you can't spot them. What? Well, they spot them. They fumbled on one yard line twice, and then um, doesn't matter. That was horrible. But, but Georgia, you know, good for them. You can't good, take it away from them. Good for them. I, uh, I know Stetson. All, all, all they're, all they're talking about today is, is Georgia replacing Alabama. And I don't, I don't see that yet. They got a few more national championships to uh, win beside before they do that. Well, what was interesting to me is in the post game, David Pollock, who himself is yeah. a, a, a reputable Georgia bulldog alumni, who was a, a phenomenal player for them. Just said it shoulder to shoulder with Nick Saban. Georgia yeah. has taken over college football. And I thought to myself, self, 
I don't know if that was a good thing to say sitting next to Nick. Yeah. I think he apologized for it this morning. He didn't mean it. Okay. Like that. But when you're three time first, when you're three to think about that, I tell David this all the time. When you're a first team AP, not first, second, or third, three times in a row in college. Yeah. 14th player picked overall in the draft as a linebacker. I mean, you know, the kid could play, man. Unreal. It was yeah, phenomenal. Football, but he, 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 he's become a great, uh, great uh, broadcaster. I really like David a lot. He's done a great job. And, and so did a friend of the show, Pat McAfee. I yeah. watched a lot of that feed. It was more entertaining than the regular game, but boy, they had their work cut out for them. It was just not a fun show. And I'm sad to say, but when I switched over to Monday night raw, it felt like they had sort of programmed their show knowing we're going up against the national championship, but having no idea it would be a blowout. It just sort of felt like a, I don't know, going through the motions raw for me. And I had some friends who went to the show cause it was in Birmingham and I'm excited for us to be back on track this Friday night because the yeah. queen is back and, uh, she's got her championship belt and it's officially Royal rumble season, Rick. I know my gosh, it's what three weeks away. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun time. I'm, I'm pretty excited about the Royal rumble this year, but before we talk about the rumble, I want to talk a little bit more about football. Because boy, you've been uh, loud and proud on here talking about your old pal, Mr. Coach Harbaugh up in Michigan. And now he's under investigation. Are you guys competing to be the dirtiest player in the game? Is that what we're doing what, what, here? Yeah, I, I look at it. Th- what's the under investigation for? Well, I, I, there's alleged recruiting practice violations. So I, I don't know what all it, it, it's going to Re- recruit, recruiting practice violations, recruiting and practice <laughs> violations. Okay, but all related to football. Yes. So Jim Harbaugh is not under investigation. Oh no, he's fine. Uh, the yeah, university of Michigan you. might not be. And there's even whispers that your man might actually be, uh, talking to some other teams. Do you think there's a chance that coach Harbaugh goes back to the NFL, maybe a Denver Broncos or something like that? I have no idea. I, I to me, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Russell Wilson, but I think Sean Payton is looking at that job. But let just I will, <laughs> I've got to say it because I got to say it because next Monday night, I've got to work all weekend, but I'll be back next Monday night. I'm actually going to the Cowboys game. Oh, man. And I, I'm going to bet you the house that Tom Brady shuts the Cowboys down big time. Oh, I'm so glad you're talking about this because listen, as you know, my entire family is Cowboys fans. I am not, I'm a Brady guy. First take will be here in town. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be big. And, uh, I'm meeting Ray Lewis tonight for dinner. So I got a lot to talk about. It's, uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year to be a football fan, except when the season gets started, this is when it starts to get nuts. and you can't lose Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and have as much fun. No, now, I'm telling you, Brady will be very hard to beat in Tampa next week. It feels as if it has been almost predetermined because the Cowboys Buccaneers being the Monday night game. Yeah. I mean that that's like something they drew now, up now, now. Now that's something Raw's got to worry about. That Monday night raw next week is going to get destroyed against America's team versus uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I just, whew, it's going to be, a, I think anybody would, it's fair to say that wouldn't, it's not just raw. <laughs> anything else will get, no, I, I know 
when I heard it was Monday night, because I'm him gone all weekend, I thought it was going to be like a Sunday afternoon, but right. they know what they're doing. Yes, they do. The network's doing it, and they put those two guys on it, and it's going to be great. Well, Cowboys a- coming to town. So uh, just to, to reiterate, you're picking the Buccaneers. Yes. Well, just for the purposes of our show, I'll go with the Cowboys as much as that pains me. Uh, well, your, your mom, you can follow your family. That's okay. Oh, no, no. Listen, I'm a Brady guy, but I do think the Cowboys are a better team this year. I don't think anybody's better than Tom Brady, but I think the Cowboys probably have a better team this year than the, than the Bucks. Oh my God. I know. I know. Uh, let's talk about Saturday's game. There's going to be two big ones Saturday, the Seahawks and the 49ers. I'm picking the Niners. How about you? Me, the Niners all the way. Uh, then we've got uh, also on Saturday, the chargers and the Jaguars. Uh, I don't know if any, if you got a chance to catch the end of that Titans Jaguars game, but what a finish, uh, their great yeah. story after the whole urban Meyer disaster a couple of years ago. And of course our friend, Tony Khan, come on, I'm pulling for the Jags. What about you? Uh, me? Absolutely. I have no allegiance to, um, I like Justin Herbert, but I have no allegiance to the Chargers at all on Sunday. Not since, not since Ernie Ladd played there. <laughs> The bills are a huge favorite over the dolphins. Uh, that makes me think, uh, they feel pretty confident too, is not going to play. I don't think the bills have any trouble with the dolphins. What about you? It, it, uh, there again, it depends on if tool plays. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel bad for the kid. I mean, it's that he should, uh, who knows it, it, these medical decisions are made and made on the fly. Sometimes maybe he should have just sat out, you know, longer in the beginning, but I, I hate to see him injured. It, it's not, it's not a fair assessment without him. Cause the, the, Miami's got a good team, right? They just, they're not the same without him. Uh, I, hear so I hope he does play, but I hope it's, I'm, I hope that it's reflecting on it's a reflection of how, how much his health has improved. It's interesting too, that the two players that I think, uh, the NFL universe have been most concerned about this year are Tua and Mr. Hamlin and they're, you know, both of their teams are squaring off this Sunday and then Sunday afternoon, boy, this one's going to have some special interest. The giants and the Vikings. I think we might be split on this. I'm going Vikings on that one. I'm going giants all day long. There we go. So we got, we got two. I'll I'll, I'll tell you what we're leaving off the team. It's going to be hard to beat Joe. Oh, the Ravens and the Bengals. They're playing Sunday night. That'll be oh, our last yeah. prime time what Sunday game. night game. Uh, if Lamar Jackson plays, it's Lamar Jackson versus Joe Burrow. Who do you got? Ravens or Bengals? Joe Burrow. I, I, we're we're aligned on everything except it, because the, Lamar has never. No, you can't take four weeks off and expect to be a hundred percent. Right. Unless he's training, and we're not aware of it. Well, he's a special player and those are two of the most yeah. special players. Uh, this is the best time of the year to be a football fan. Maybe not so much the best time of the year to be a wrestling fan. Um, but Hey, as soon as these playoffs are behind us, it's all about the Royal rumble. Uh, everybody's talking yeah. about the Royal rumble. There's lots of intrigue. Uh, yes. we, we've sort of and said a few times, Hey, this guy could win. That guy could win. Do you have a prediction right now? No, I, but I, I just saw Steve put up a video of Austin and him training really hard. So you know, maybe he will do, you know, maybe he will come out. Okay. All right. I didn't know. Well, uh, you see the video. Yeah. I don't, well, he's always in good shape. Yes, he's always, always. always great, but I'll tell you what it'll be. I think they're already sold out, but it'll sell out again. If Steve wrestles. 
Well, we know that, uh, we've got a handful of folks who have already been committed and announced. Um, we've also got a mountain dew pitch black match, Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, and, uh, a singles match for the undisputed championship, Roman reigns versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has enjoyed, uh, quite the year in the last year, of course, going up. Against- oh, that's, that's, that's at the rumble. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, who's the, who's, who's the queen wrestling? I don't think they've announced that as of yet, but I'm okay. sure we'll find out this Friday if I had to guess. Yeah. Okay. What, what'll be fun about that show though. The Royal rumble is the 30th anniversary of raw is the go home raw for that. So that show will happen on Monday in Philadelphia. And then of course we'll have a Friday night SmackDown. And then on Saturday night, not a Sunday night, but a Saturday night, we're going to get the Royal rumble. Um, I'm curious. I hadn't really thought about what you're saying. We're seeing from the, Alamo, from the Alamo dome. That's right. A huge dome. Yeah. This will be the third time a rumble's been there. I believe there was one in 97, yeah. one in 2017 and one now, but, uh, the idea that maybe Austin's going to be in it. Do you think Austin's going to be on the 30th anniversary of raw and proclaim that he's in the rumble? Is that a prediction? Oh no. I, I, I'm, I was strictly talking WrestleMania. I never thought about that. That would be uh, that crazy. Would be something. That'd be amazing. That would be something. I mean, he, I mean, Steve Austin he looks great. He always stays in shape. But it'd be, it would be, it would be very exciting for me personally to see Steve in it. Right. Well, I know this. He's in phenomenal but, shape. I mean, I, I, I think Cody is Cody back. They haven't announced it, but you got to think that he's going to be there, and maybe he'll show up at yeah. the 30th anniversary of Raw. As we're mm-hmm. recording this last night, they aired like a comeback trail video telling the story of Cody's injury and his recovery. And that was part one. So there is going to be a continuation and, uh, I don't know. I'm pulling for Cody. I hope this is his year. I hope it happens, but I am raising an eyebrow about wow, what if Steve Austin does something that'd be bananas. Yeah. Let's Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Steve needs to wrestle for the title. He needs to have a very good match you know, a real good opponent. No doubt. No doubt. Because I don't think he'd want to work full time. Oh, of course not. And I don't. I don't think the company could afford to pay him full, to work full time. <laughs> they could, but they'd have to go to the board of directors, whoever that is, at, at that day and time. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about that today. But before we do, we should get permission to write that check. <laughs> we know for sure that uh, Steve Austin's going to be in shape. We've seen the training videos. We know his diet's right, and we'd like to thank our sponsor, Titan Nutrition offering a full line of expertly formulated nutritional products to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. And many of us plan to get moving and work off some of those holiday meals that accumulate around our waist this time of year. And one product that can not only help you burn off those excess calories, but also give you the mental boost you need to move your body is Titans powdered weight loss formula in Leet. This great tasting drink increases your metabolic rate. So you burn more calories in the gym and at rest. It also contains healthy fiber, which is great for gut health and helps keeps cravings away between meals. While it has plenty of caffeine to substitute your coffee Inleap also has a nootropic or smart drug complex to help you focus, lifting both your mood and your productivity. Inleap comes in six amazing flavors that can be easily mixed and taken on the go. Find it at titannutrition.net. And save 10% plus get free shipping when you use the promo code flare at checkout. That's titannutrition.net, and the promo code is flare to save 10% 
and get free shipping. So Rick, there's lots of, uh, wrestling news that have happened since you and I hooked up again. We talked a little bit, uh, last week about wrestle kingdom and, uh, that's the, the new Japan equivalent of the Royal rumble or WrestleMania rather. And Sasha Banks made her debut uh, for new Japan and man, she has just set that world on fire. I know they had had some trouble selling some tickets here and there in America. They announced that they announced exactly one match that she was in and immediately nearly sold the thing out. There's just a handful of tickets that remain. We've proven what, what, when is the event, the battle in the Valley, February 18th, the San Jose civic center. And it's going to be for the women's championship and, uh, man, everybody's talking about Mercedes Monet, the, uh, the former Sasha banks and uh, even new Japan's president was tweeting out about how incredible it is that they've nearly sold every ticket. By the time people are hearing this, probably not another ticket there. And this is a promotion that had frankly struggled to sell tickets here in America for a few years. Sasha banks though, boy, she's a needle mover. They've announced one match, Rick, and it's all, almost all completely clean out. I'm excited to see what Sasha does post WWE oh, huge fan. It's uh, huge fan. It's a different time, a different era. Once upon a time, the ladies weren't considered a draw and it was considered an attraction and maybe a popcorn match, but really in just a handful of years, that's all changed. And it's largely because I think the WWE focused on the quote unquote, four horse women. And, uh, when Sasha banks and, and Charlotte were tearing it up down in NXT, people were saying, this is like the ladies equivalent of flair steamboat. Yep. But I just never imagined we would see Sasha sort of outside the tent. But I, for one, am, am glad she's getting the opportunity. You bounced around, and I think you probably had a better career because of it. Yeah, I bounced around, not really by choice, but I, I kind of had to just, you know, keep myself <laughs> keep myself mentally sane. But, um, you know, I just, I, I look at Sasha just like I look at Ashley, and, you know, there's a few others that are just so special that they – they can pretty much write their own ticket. I mean, I'm, I'm glad Ashley's with WWE and I'm, yes. she couldn't be more successful. I mean, 14 times guys, it, to me, it's very, it's, be, it's very realistic that she, they, that she wins the, the, or actually surpasses the 16 goal. I think it's, I think that would be on her plate. And I think it's something very possible. Um, in terms of promoting, she, she makes a big, big difference when she's on the show. Huge. And I know once again, it's my daughter, but you know, I'm going to say it is the truth. No argument for me. Uh, I, I am curious to see if you've had a chance to, uh, see the independent wrestling news over the weekend. Are you familiar with the battle of Los Angeles or Bola for pro wrestling gorilla out in California? Have you ever heard of that? No. So it's, it's sort of developed a reputation for being a launching pad for what might be one of the next big acts in professional wrestling. And uh, over the weekend, we saw a couple of things that caught a few people by surprise, uh, speedball Bailey actually won the tournament. He is the uh, pro wrestling gorilla battle of Los Angeles tournament champion. And along the way, the Jericho appreciation society showed up. And the idea that Jericho was on an independent show probably caught a lot of people off guard, but of course, pro wrestling gorilla is closely affiliated with AEW through Excalibur. 
I got to tell you, I think it's kind of cool. The idea that you see acts from quote unquote, one of the big two showing up on independent events. Do you think that would ever be possible on the WWE side of things? No. Why do you think that is? Because of the WWE. Oh, okay. <laughs> why, why would they endorse something else? I mean, I, I get it, but what? What's the upside you're saying? Well, well, first of all, you know, we're talking and I'm the first to say, I don't know everything. Right. But I never heard of the way the company you're talking about. Right. They may never heard of me, but I I don't, I don't think that's the case. Well, I don't think that's the case either. (laughs) What's the point? Right, 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 right. Now I'm focusing on the fact that two hours of flair is worth more than two hours of live TV. You know what? Let's actually talk about that because I know you got the inside scoop and I think our, our graphic extraordinaire, our third man on the show today, Dave Silva, who's uh Philip Kaufman. That's gonna get some bad vibes. Well, hey, let's talk about it. If you're not gonna promote yourself, who is? I think Dave's got a graphic for us. Uh this is directly from WWE. WWE content on Peacock was taken over by Ric Flair during the holidays. Over seventy percent of all content viewed included Rick. Woo becoming Ric Flair is quickly becoming the most watched WWE original hour on Peacock. Woo becoming Ric Flair is on track to beat WWE evil as the number one documentary on Peacock. And it has an 88% audience score on rotten tomatoes. It's remarkable. Listen, when people think, oh, well, that's it. This is his swan song. We'll never hear from Rick again. Here you go, man. Just the (laughs) gift that keeps on giving. It's heat though, <laughs> but you love it's it. Heat. Come on now. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying that, that, you know, that's, that's like over a million views of the first day. I'm sure I don't know if you, if you, <laughs> it could be like a, 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 a minuscule, a very, very minuscule raw rating <laughs> and, and for sure an AEW rating. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't live. It's it's taped. So you, I bet after you, you tally it up after 30 days and it probably beats a raw, which is just crazy when you think about it, but no, and that's, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the, the first day. Yes. I'm not talking about the whole 30 days. There's only been two weeks, right? That the first day had a million views. That's what I've been told. I heard from a ton of folks who I didn't think followed wrestling or kept up with wrestling. But they blew me up, uh, the, the day after Christmas to say, oh, I just watched the documentary. Oh, I just saw Megan on the documentary, blah, blah, blah. And these are people who I know are not wrestling fans, but something about Ric Flair and nostalgia. Here we go. Well, they did a hell of a job. You know, I couldn't be, um, and I'm being taking a moment just to be, I guess what, what this says is that all that stuff that we did back in the old days still means something and still entertains them because you know i know when there's something when there's a vibe in the air with wrestling you know people will come to me especially like when the queen came back i mean that was huge news and everywhere i went was charlotte's back da, da, da. and this came along and uh it's all stuff on the 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 what's old is new it's never going to get old right makes sense yes and and this is kind of, this this basically says it all. I mean, there's some new stuff to it, different people talking in the thirty for thirty, but that you know, to like I say, I feel it. 
I, I want that to be something my kids can be proud of too. That makes sense? Yes. I'm proud of it, but I want my family to be proud of it. It's part of my legacy, and uh, certainly there have been enough people trying to take a shot at that over the years. So I'll just keep on plugging. If I can make it a couple more, maybe we'll do another one. <laughs> you know what's funny is I heard from a lot of people who asked, hey, with this new documentary, was Rick not happy with his 30 for 30? And of course, Rick was happy with his 30 for 30 ESPN mm -hmm. wanted to do a documentary on Ric Flair. And then Peacock wanted to do a documentary on Ric Flair. It's not as if you're calling up people saying, boy, I'd really like to do another documentary. Everybody wants one on their platform, right? Yeah. I was, I was surprised when they called me that was after the uh, evil thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and they said, you know, I said, well, how do you pick me? And they said, that's what Peacock wants. And I went. Wow, I mean, that, this was at a time when I wasn't even on the face of the show. Right. And uh, I thought, God, that doesn't make sense. And the, and that's, you know, when all, it all came together. And, um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to go to uh, SmackDown last week, even though I missed the Queen, because um, I didn't know she was coming back. Or two weeks ago. No, it's just been a week, right? Yep. Yeah, it's just been a week. Um, and... Um, no, it's been two weeks. So, um, 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm thrilled. I mean, I, it's something that, I mean, how many, how many father, daughter, father, son, people get to enjoy this ride that we're having together. Yeah. It, it's, it's something very special and you can look at it any way you want to multiply it, divide it. I mean, it's special and I'm, extremely proud to be her father and i hope that she's equally as proud uh of me being her dad because you don't you're not going to see it again for a long time i don't i don't know i'm trying to look at it and pick it apart and you know um i, I there's nothing to pick apart it's it's unusual and it's great and man i just want to see her break every record there is have it all well, I'll tell you what else is breaking every record there is rickflairdrip.com. If you're out of the loop, if you're living <laughs> under a rock, we got to break some news for you. Rick flares in the cannabis business. I can't believe this is real. Woo choose are right around the corner, but right now you can cruise over to rickflairdrip.com. They got, they got new t-shirts. They got stickers. They got lighters. They got grinders. They got rolling trays. You heard me rolling trays. They got rolling <laughs> papers. And of course, and you can also find out where you can actually get the actual product, uh, over at rickflairdrip.com. man, this thing gets bigger and bigger and bigger every week. Does it not? The, the, the will be out in two weeks. I'm pumped for that. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I'm pumped for that. Don't take more than one. <laughs> <laughs> you won't wake up for two days. <laughs> well, you know, you've even said here on the program that once upon a time, you, uh, you were a regular user of Xanax to help you sleep. And, and I now, not, not, not once or twice I've been for, from 1989 until, I mean, I got off it a couple of times, but anytime it's just easy to take a Xanax and fall asleep at night. But now these with the chewies and, uh, the edibles, it's a whole different world for me. A whole different and I don't, world. And I, I don't wake up shaking. I mean, it's, but, you know, like, I, I, as I said to people, if you're trying to get off, it, it can't just be, it's just gotta, you got to do it, you know, carefully. 
Well, something we want to do carefully here is send our respects to a couple of families. Uh, unfortunately, Dustin Rhodes lost his mother, uh, since we've recorded. Yeah. And I know that, uh, you grew up just, uh, when you were first trying to break into the business, just really looked up to dusty. And I'm sure you yeah. had a chance to meet his first wife before Michelle yes. who's Cody's mom that most of us have seen yeah. on various products or programs, but, yeah. uh, what can you tell us about, uh, Dustin's mom, dusty's first wife and Man, what a legacy she leaves behind with Dustin, huh? Yeah. Well, my God, and Kristen. Um, yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. Well, she their 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 marriage. I mean, they had a great marriage, and I only met her two or three times. But you know, he he took off from Texas and he went to AWA, mm-hmm. and you you don't get days off. And then he then Dusty, you know, found. He found his home in the South in Florida, North Carolina and that, and he just didn't get home. So, um, I don't remember anything being, you know, anything being, I mean, I don't remember anything, but, but good of the relationship. Yes. And I'm, I'm, I know Dustin, Dusty was really proud, really is really proud to this day of Kristen and of, uh, Dustin and, um, it's just sad, but by every time I turn around and I'm aware of it myself, cause I'm getting older, but we lose somebody and it, um, you know, it, it goes unnoticed. So I'm glad you brought it up today. Cause she was a great person. And, uh, Kristen and Cody or, or Kristen and uh, Dustin are wonderful people. And both have done very well in life. And I'm happy for them. So we are um, too. Well said. sorry to hear about their loss, but, um, I got a text from uh, then uh, from Cody while he was there, or from Dustin while he was there with his mom. So I got to speak with him you know, via text, and uh, he knows how bad I feel for him. Another wrestling personality that we lost recently, we should mention, is uh, Don. You know, you know, Kristen was a Dallas, Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. cheerleader. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I got to meet yeah. Kristen in Las Vegas a few years ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, beautiful girl. Go ahead. Talk to me about, uh, Don West, what a, what a salesman, what a personality, what a larger than life figure that we saw in TNA, uh, he and Mike Tanay made a phenomenal commentary team and he became the iconic pitch man before that selling baseball cards on TV and then became the pitch man for, for TNA merchandise. And I'm sure you had, uh, some good times hanging out and carousing and drinking and raising hell with Don West. Yeah. He was a great guy. I, I can't say enough. Um, just the whole TNA thing, you know, I, I, it, it, I ended up on kind of a bad note, but I, I had a great time while I was there and met some wonderful people. James Storm and I remain close and I love AJ Styles. I don't get to see AJ that much, but, um, Kurt Angle was there. Sting was there. I mean, it, it, for me, it was just a continuance of another opportunity to be around some great people. Hulk was there. I enjoyed hanging out with Hulk. He was going through some major back issues back then, but you know, it's now I talk to Hulk. Now I'll see Hulk the 30th or the 23rd. I can't wait. So, um, and I hope, I hope Vince is at the show too. Well, listen. I was on the, I was on the first raw. I was on the first and second raw. And that's when I left on the second raw to go back to, um, WCW. I do want to talk about Vince, but before we do, I feel like we should at least acknowledge 
Jeff Jarrett and Jay lethal having two big time matches just last week with AEW going up against the acclaimed on Wednesday night. And it was a super entertaining match. And it looked like Jeff and Jay were the new AEW tag team champs. They earned a rematch that happened on the live Friday night show. Tony Schiavone came out and said it was one of the most entertaining tag matches he had ever seen. Did you get a chance to catch any of uh, Jeff and Jay doing their thing in AEW last week? I did not. I was, I was, um, trying to think I was with you Friday, I think. Right. Yes. yes. And we, we did watch. Um, yeah, we watched the queen. Yep. And then, um, I just think we continued Megan's birthday party after that. So, um, I saw on Wednesday, they were great. I think they look great together. I mean, like I said, Jeff is a working fool and I'm always been a huge fan of Jay legal, Jay lethal. You know, so I hope, I, I don't know why they, it, to me, it wouldn't be a bad move to put, to put the titles on them. Right. I agree. You, you know, the, the fun thing about wrestling is, you know, creative is subjective. That's something Jeff always says that creative is subjective. And the thing that I always gravitate to with that is yes, the acclaimed are super over right now and the crowd is with them, but there is some fun in having them chase. And when they won the title the first time, man, people just went bananas. Do you think as a rule of thumb, you prefer a heel territory or a baby face territory, meaning where the heel is the champion and he's trying to, heel, you know, fend heel. off. Yeah. I, I thought you would go that way. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure you would too. Yes. It's what you grew up on and what you like the most. Yes, absolutely. Bad guys to get the shit beat out of us, but we're the, the champions. Well, let's talk about why you think Jeff Jarrett has been so successful in this most recent AEW run. And I'm not saying that he's uh, racked up a bunch of gold, but it does feel as if he's got a tremendous amount of heat. There are loud, crazy chants. Um, people really, really hate Jeff Jarrett and, and because makes, he knows how to old school talk. Yes, he knows how to be a heel. He doesn't give a shit. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to piss people off. Nobody's writing down. I'm sure that they have given Jeff free hand to, to interview and say what he thinks. And that's where the heat comes. If you, if you, once again, if you don't feel it you, and you don't feel it. And when you walk out there and whether it's, it's not obviously a real animosity, but he is saying things that make people mad. Yes. And you know, it's like, when I first saw Sammy Zane, I should have realized that was good. He got so much heat with me, I couldn't stand his character. Now I love him. But at first, I thought, what the hell are they doing? This guy, I mean, and here he is. He's entertaining as shit. And I stand corrected, man. I, <laughs> I think he's great. But I, you know, when I first looked at it, you know, this is such a serious faction. And these guys, I mean, clearly the, the Usos are the best tag team in the business. My, and I, I'll argue that point with anybody. Um, or, or they're in the top two. Um, I, I don't want to throw any, any, anything on the, on the, on the, uh, guys on AEW the top, but I'm talking about the young bucks. Yes. I, I think FTR, most people agree are probably the top tag team. And I think sort of a dream match these days is FTR versus the Usos. A few years ago, it was certainly the Young Bucks versus the Usos. Well, they well they wrestled in the a couple of years ago. They they tore it down. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about something else. Uh, we we've got to address the elephant in the room. Uh, man, 
you want to talk about some topsy-turvy news and wrestling, all of a sudden it looks like Vince McMahon is back. And I don't think a lot of people would have had this on their bingo card. I have actually been saying for a little while, I don't think we've heard the last of Vince McMahon, but I've been saying for two years or more, WWE is going to be getting ready for sale. And you and I actually discussed this a little bit in person on Friday. And I don't think you're totally sold on that. You think Vince just wants to come back and have fun or have you had any more chance to think about that? Where are you at on the news that Vince McMahon is coming back to WWE? Well, first of all, it's not about who I like in, in that place as opposed to, I, I personally love Vince McMahon. So I'm glad that he's back. Um, I mean, I, I don't, I don't begin to know, and there's only a few people that do know, and I'm not one of them. Um, but I mean, I, I've been, I worked for his dad in 1976. I've been with the McMahon family for a long time, you know, off and on. And he gave me life when I didn't have life. I mean, he and Hunter brought me back and all that. We've discussed that a hundred times. I got all the time in the world for him. And I honestly believe that, that he lived, he lives and breathes the business and that, um, he just said to himself, you know, I, I own all this stuff. It's mine. I built it. I want back in. And, um, and I'm, I don't blame him. I mean, you know, 30, 30 years of being on TV on raw. Think about that. Mm -hmm. 30 years. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. And I'll guarantee, I hope he walks out that door in Philadelphia busts the door open and stands there and stretches down that aisle and, and says, I'm back. The place will go crazy. <laughs> I guarantee you that will be a rating. <laughs> no shit. Cause they won't be against the Cowboys. It'll be him. <laughs> That's actually a uh, pretty good I, thinking. I know, I know I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> it. It is interesting when you think about the timing of all of the, uh, the anniversary show and the way the NFL playoffs work out because this coming Monday, you're right. They're up against a big time football game, but on the 23rd, that will not be the case. No. And, um, that, that episode should, should blow a huge number. And I hadn't even considered the idea that Vince might actually be at that show as an on-camera character. Why not? Yeah. He I mean, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Why not? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think it'd be tremendous. I mean, if you had Steve Austin and Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon, and I don't know what they're doing with me, but I'm, I'm insignificant compared to those guys. If they're there for the show, um, unless the rock is coming, I mean, man, what a show, what a show indeed. But, but I think 30 years, I think I believe wholeheartedly that Vince should be there and should get the recognition for the 30 years that he's been busting his ass, you know, producing that show. Well, I know you've been, uh, overwhelmed with the res response from woo wings, very nature's very own virtual restaurant brand. It's now operating in more than 30 locations across 11 different States. And there's a ton more on the way you can order the legendary flavors and world championship woo wings from your Uber or Postmates app in Nashville, San Antonio, Miami, Jacksonville, Clearwater, all over LA and New York. Charlotte, Raleigh, and Concord, North Carolina, Atlanta, and Richmond Hill in Georgia, Tuscaloosa, and Huntsville in Alabama, 
plus Tulsa, Providence, and so many more coming your way. Woo Wings is a virtual brand, so it's delivery only. And the food is made by restaurant partners with an existing location who are looking to add more to their bottom line. For a complete list of current locations or to find out more about becoming one of Ric Flair's restaurant partners, visit RicFlairWings.com. If you're in a Woo Wing City, order today from the Uber Eats or Postmates app and try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name with a 16 time world heavyweight champion, Woo Wings. So, Rick, Woo. Let's, let's talk about Vince back. A lot of fans who didn't think they enjoyed the WWE creative before he left are nervous that Vince is going to come back and try to change to his way of wrestling. And it's going to be his vision for wrestling. I, for one, think this is probably just a business decision and he wants to make sure, Hey, I have a voice in these television rights negotiations. And I have a voice in the event of a sale. Because, I mean, listen, this was his baby. He built it. I think that's fair. I don't know necessarily that anything creatively is going to change. Do you think Vince will insert himself creatively again, or will it just be a business deal? I don't know. I mean, Hunter has been doing a hell of a job. Yes. The ratings, I mean, the ratings I've heard have been very good. I mean, they've had a couple of tough ones against football, but can't count those, uh, SmackDown's been on fire. I mean, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I do, I think he'd want to have something. He might, he may have a, uh, an idea or two, but I think he's probably pretty happy with the way it's worked out. I don't know. You know, once again, I, there's going to be a thousand people on a thousand podcasts speculating that none of them know shit. So I don't want to be one of those guys that doesn't know shit either and says something stupid. All I know is that he can do it. It sounds to me as he can do anything he wants to do. If he can fire two people off the board of directors and replace them with my pals, uh, George and, and, uh, Michelle, I love, I love Michelle Wilson. <laughs> yeah. I don't think a lot of people saw that happening. Uh, that, that Vince sort of reclaimed three board seats, put himself and George and Michelle back on it. But you know, kudos to him, man. He made a lot of money and, and the company did really, really well with George and Michelle, that leadership team. Yeah them being back involved in the company has to be a value add. I just don't see business wise. Now I'm not talking about creative. Let's time out on that. I know a lot of wrestling fans are nervous, but I'm saying business wise, having Vince, George and Michelle involved has to be a, a net positive for the company. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, but I don't my question is why would having Michelle and George, they know the business. Yes. Yes. I don't even know who the, who they appointed in their place, but They've been with the company for 20 years. Yes. Michelle, I can tell you my, in my opinion is, 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 is as good a person lives and dies for the company and she's intelligent and she's a beautiful, nice woman who legitimately cares about people, goes out of her way to be nice. I mean, I think she's a huge addition. George, I don't know that well, but, uh, I got a lot of so much respect for Michelle Wilson. So I'm, she can't do anything, but help. She, she's great. Yeah. I, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting them, but I know that, you know, their, their resume. I mean, and, and, and do you even know the guys who got fired? Well, I know one of the names on there supposedly was the guy who helped lead the investigation against Vince. And now what does he know about wrestling? 
Well, there you go. That's my answer. Yes. What, what What are the two people that got fired know about wrestling? Right. Yeah, I mean, that just goes on in business everywhere. I don't know how in the hell people that know nothing about wrestling can get on the board of directors except just to be in a appointed position and say yes or say no. Does that make sense? Yeah. Michelle and George, I, well, they'll express their opinion. I know it. I've heard it. That's one of the reasons they probably were gone for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Something that someone didn't want to hear. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it was probably around the network discussion. I mean, there was a lot of speculation at the time about maybe perhaps once upon a time, George and Michelle were not in favor of totally abandoning the pay-per-view model in favor of the network. And they had some maybe optimistic numbers they were trying to hit as far as their subscriber base. And they never quite got there, but with, with them out, apparently Mr. Nick Khan and I'm sure a supporting cast of folks put together a pretty landmark deal for Peacock to take over that network, at least here domestically. And it's a rights fee. And it feels like WWE has been making a lot of those deals with Nick Khan behind the scenes. I think they've sort of switched around their merchandise department and gone with fanatics. And uh, I've heard that that has been a gangbuster move as well. And it feels as if WWE has started to license out a lot of these things, which maybe cleans up some of their books and some of their overhead and some of their liability and responsibility. And they just enjoy the cash flow, including, you know, your great close personal friend, Mr. Ryan Fitterman, he's like their official autograph partner. So some of those deals have been home runs for Nick Khan and WWE, but now bringing in the old regime too, if they really can collaborate, man, WWE might be bigger than ever. And as we're talking, investors kind of believe the same thing. And that's really what we're talking about here. Over the last five days, the stock is up 29.24%. Yeah. I mean, process what we're saying here, guys, if you could get a, a damn near 30% boost to your stock price in five days, why wouldn't you good for them? Yeah. And, and bringing up Ryan Fitterman is a great analogy. Ryan is a genius yes, and Ryan, is. Ryan is the most honest, committed guy in the industry. When it comes to uh, the autographs and he runs the great shows, he's big time. He's replaced so many other people I could I could mention along the way because he because he's honest. He works his ass off. He treats everybody first class. And the guys that I know of, like Taker and that, who I sign with a lot, love working for the guy. And that's a big part of it. You got it's so much more enjoyable to go to work and love, when you love working for the person. And Ryan Fitterman is a great guy. I mean, my, the two best things that have happened to me in the last couple of years are Ryan Fitterman and, of course, Chad Bronstein. Yeah, no doubt. Now, I don't need. I don't need. To, I don't need to work again. But I'm obviously going to. But for the first time, do you ever think you'd ever really hear me say that? No. Good for you. Dude. If I just if I just follow follow those two people, that's all I got to do. Yeah. I'm, but I mean, I still have car shield and. Other opportunities, but because of Ryan and uh, and Chad, man, I'm I'm a I'm a lucky son of a bitch. Let's just remind Very everybody and, and Conrad Thompson. Oh my yes. God! Listen to you. Come on now. That's a like, Here's the deal, people. I'm just gonna brag for a minute, okay? Oh Lord. Oh, okay. No, this is you. I'm bragging to you about you, okay? Was I happy with the uh, end result? No, because I didn't pull off my end. 
But if you if you told me, and you have to help me out with this because you're the one that gives me the feedback. If you'd have thought, didn't we trend on ESPN number one? Yeah, you're you were the front page of ESPN more than anything else in combat sports or pro wrestling or whatever last year. Yeah, in 2022, mm-hmm. for the whole year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the last match. Yes, 73 years old. And now where are we with Pika? Uh, number one, daddy. Number one. I'm the luckiest. I'm the luckiest son of a bitch alive. You are. You are. I am. But it's because you, you came that you came up here and we rode my boat and you haven't come back since. <laughs> well, you know why I'm in timeout, man. You've seen the <laughs> warden. I'm in timeout. Listen. We're in a goddamn, uh, I don't, if that's not a five-star hotel, I don't know what is. It was fantastic. And I, and I, and I worried about us walking in underdressed hell at one o'clock in the morning, you were walking around in your, in your barefoot in the lobby of the hotel. Yeah. I, I, I hear it was a good time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nobody, Hey, and, and then the, the question came up if we could have our food brought in front of the TV. And the girl goes, oh, I don't know. Okay. But half hour later, well, hang on, let, let me tell the story. <laughs> so here's what happens. I, uh, I always try to make sure I take Megan to the beach for her birthday and invite some friends and family. And I line her up her massage on her birthday. And so I'm waiting for her outside for her to finish her massage. She comes out and she goes, Hey, let's go get some lunch and have some drinks. And I said, okay. So we pull up at this like beach bar and at the time the sun's overhead and it's feeling pretty good. By the time you show up, we've been there a few hours and it's getting a little chilly and you say, let's go inside. So we bounce around a couple of places, but again, we started our morning with a massage. We're still in our pajama wear from the morning, but we've, you know, as, as a friend of mine once said, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Uh, so (laughs) we're doing that. And now we're in a nice restaurant or a nice hotel lobby bar. And they have a fantastic restaurant in that same building that we had dinner reservations for, but you didn't know that. And we assumed, Hey, after we go eat lunch, we're going to go back to the house, take a nap, take a shower, get ready, go out. No, no. The nature's here. It's nonstop. Let's go. And you ask, can we enter food out here? And she goes, no. And this is the most Ric Flair thing ever. Can you just ask for me? Can you tell them it's for me? And I'll be damned. Here comes the whole chef staff coming out for pictures and autographs. And yeah, we're eating the finest food that exists in the panhandle in a lobby bar. It's fantastic. <laughs> and you and your bare feet. <laughs> By the time it was over, I, I need, I did. Maybe... I was going to say, are you aware of the fact that this guy over here owns the Conradison? Come on. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I'm in my pajamas just thinking I'm going to take my wife to get a massage. No big deal. How about the dumbass that asked us to leave the table? And I looked at her and said, now I know I'm in Alabama. Who throws Ric Flair out of a bar? Clearly that lady I, did not I, know. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't even had a drink yet. No. No. <laughs> Go stand in line. What? <laughs> <laughs> you thought your dad We don't stand in line. And I walked out. I said, I'm 23 years. I haven't stood in line. And I'm going to start right here. <laughs> I'll never forget. My dad goes, your dad, your dad was dying. He, he son, is this normal? Yes, sir. It is. Uh, we're not going to wait in line with when we were three. Hey, let's talk about WWE stock again. I know this is, uh, maybe only interesting to you and I, but I think the all time high for WWE stock is $96 and 73 cents a share. 
as you and I are recording, they're at $88. I think they're going to pass the all time high. I think it might touch a hundred and less than 10 years ago, it was like seven and a half bucks. And we both know people who bought in at like 10 bucks. A lot of people are about to make a lot of money in WWE. Yeah. Is that fair you, know, to say? you know who bought it in at 10 bucks? Somebody a you lot. and I know. Yeah. Huh? Somebody you, you and know I know. Who? Yeah. Yeah. You saw her Friday night. Yes, I did. Yes. Can you believe it? It's awesome, dude. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. She, she bought 40,000 worth. And it's, it's about to be 10 X. So we're going to turn 40,000 into 400,000. The people yeah. who are saying, oh, WWE's dead. That's just not reality folks. It's just not well, reality. I can, I hate to bring this up again, but the guy that you do a podcast with said in 1999 or in 98, WWE is dead. And, uh, later this month, I don't think they're doing the 30th anniversary of nitro. Hey, I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can say that. Only you can say it. My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, we're having a lot of fun. Uh, hope you are too. And we hope you'll check out rickflareshop.com. I don't know if you've seen this, but you guys have a brand new RF unisex pullover hoodie. It's the iconic RF that you used to see on Rick's boots. Now it's in a hoodie. Uh, tons of fun gift items over there and just something for every Ric Flair collector. There is over at rickflareshop.com. And we also want to thank Jimmy's famous seafood who is shipping food nationwide. And if you want to bring the very best crab cakes in the world into your home, you can use our very special promo code flare and get free shipping on orders over 125 bucks. You get the best crab cakes in the world. You'll get the soups, the chowders, the oysters, the signature steaks, plus the desserts and gluten-free items. You can go ahead and create your own package, or you can get the famous gift box, which has four of the world's best colossal Maryland crab cakes, two different crab soups, crab dips, seafood seasoning, and their signature bay sauce. Or if you're like Rick and I, and you're ready for these playoffs this weekend, man, check out the tailgate bundle, two pounds of wings, a full rack of ribs, a pint of crab dip, crab cake mix, and so much more. These guys are the real deal. Been around for more than four decades. Once upon a time, Rick used to go to Baltimore and hang out at Sabatino's. Not anymore. Everybody from cool. AEW and WWE goes to Jimmy's famous seafood and you should too bring it to your house. Jimmy's famous seafood.com free shipping. When you use our promo code flare, Rick, I don't know what I expected today, but as always, man, I have fun just catching up with well, you and yeah, man. shit about the, what's going on in wrestling. What's your prediction? Do you have one Royal rumble two weeks, three weeks away? What are you thinking? The winners, uh huh. Um, God, you know, I'll, look, can I make my prediction next week after I see uh, SmackDown? Let's do it next week. I'm gonna go and out. I, I, I didn't watch enough of Raw last night, and I need to watch two. I need, need, need God, I won't be watching much of Raw next week either. Darn it. Um, I'll have to catch up on it, but it, 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 to me, it's all gonna depend on who's healthy. I mean, on the women's side, it could be Rhea. Um, it could be Becky. It could be Bailey. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, and on the men's side, it could be, well, well, I don't think Randy's back. Cody, Cody would be my favorite. I'd love to see Cody win it and, and go into a big match. I would too, man. Yeah. Um, and if Steve came, holy cow. I mean, that would be, 
that would be the Coupe de Grave if Steve showed up. So that, I would really love that. I'm just looking forward to seeing him at 23. For last time I saw at the last reunion on, at 25, I had just gotten out of the hospital and I, was, I, I hadn't really drank that much, you know. Hell, I was in Austin and I had 10 Micheladas, went upstairs and had an anxiety attack and I was going to die. My I woke goodness. up, I was fine, so I did it again the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Ric Flair Steve, story. Steve, if you can hear this, I can't wait for the 30th reunion. Hogan, I said, Hulk, go in early, we'll get drunk. He said, oh, God. Hulk, I said, Jesus Christ, we're not, we not, might not be here for 31. <laughs> well, let's not say that. Come on now. Well, we, we you never know, brother. <laughs> brother, I'll go say you never know, brother. <laughs> well, you never know what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure next week there's going to be a lot of fallout. You and I are going to be talking Cowboys, Tom Brady, and everything else that happens this Friday night on SmackDown. We'll see you next week right here on To Be the Man. Here's here's a prediction. After the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys, I'm going to find Tom. Oh. And I'm taking him downtown. Ooh. I'm, hey. I'm, I'm spreading the word. Tampa will <laughs> never be the same. Uh, show hey. up at the, the, the waterfront Marriott 18 to 28. No, no husbands, no boyfriends, nothing. Just me and Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye guys. Thanks guys very much.